0: Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of I Think, Therefore I Speak. I'm Chad, and today I wanted to get real something that I'm struggling with. And trying also to get a little bit more comfortable with just talking about things that I'm struggling with and working through. A lot of these questions come up not because I'm like, Hey, I found the answer to this question. Let me tell people the answer. It's really just... I'm trying to figure things out. I'm a human being. And I'm walking through them mentally on these podcasts so that maybe if there's any kind of truth in anything that I'm saying, then uh, not only can I discover it and go back and listen to it, but hey, if there's anybody out there that can benefit from anything that I've struggled through that I've learned, um, I think that's kind of the point of life and the point of gaining knowledge from experiences so we can pay it forward to someone else Um, the trouble with that is um, everybody the human condition is so individualistic that there's no cookie cutter answer for anybody from another person that they can give you right and I totally just dodged around what what I wanted to dive into today. But um, really the question of the day is, why are you holding back? So, I have a couple theories. Um, And by you, I mean me, because I am holding myself back. I've realized it. Um, And by you, it might relate to anybody out there listening as well. So, um, why are you holding back? Well, there can be a lot of reasons why we don't go after the things that we say that we're going to do. Um, A lot of the reasons that I've uncovered and doing a lot of research on this topic is fear, right? We don't do things out of fear because we're afraid of the outcome and whether it will be worth the effort or that there's a horrible scenario that we can't even think of that's going to happen. Our brains are very good about finding negatives so that we can plan around them and stay alive. They're very good for survival. But when it comes to using more of the prefrontal cortex and the newer parts of our brain to plan and be creative and have um, long-term goals that we need to work on daily, um, what all we see in our brains is, you know, Intimidating, overwhelming, too much, shut down. Um, so, why are we holding back? Well, a lot. Another angle that you can look at is most of the times people don't put a hundred percent into something that they don't feel like. They believe is going to work, or another way of putting it would be, we don't throw ourselves into something that we don't feel there's a likelihood of success. In the sense that it won't be worth the effort, um, you know, it'd be too hard, and the risk would be too almost guaranteed to some people that. Why would I even bother or why would I put up with all that knowing that there's a very small chance that it would even be worth worth it? Um, everybody's a little bit different as far as how they're driven and what we work towards. But what I'm talking to specifically today is why are you holding back from the things that you have chosen? in your life so not the um, the self-imposed best version of you that you come up with why do we hold ourselves back from getting to that point um, there's a very strong thing that's attached to that that that's um, the fear of failure and that's a r- real thing but there's also a second part to that which is a fear of success and I'll explain so, I'm very competitive and I like to try things that are very hard because if I try things that are hard and I succeed, it makes me feel really good because I know that it wasn't an easy thing I did and I'm also proud of myself for doing the work to accomplish it. Now, there's the other side, the fear of success versus fear of failure is If you've never done something as great as the thing that you are working towards or dreaming about doing or have goals towards doing, there, there's an unknown there, right? So even if the outcome is success, well, then you have this whole new problem of how do you maintain the success? How do you um, continue the success? Um, just how do you not mess it up if you do start doing the thing that you believe that you can do. And that's just as powerful as what if you do it and it doesn't work out? Because if you do something that doesn't work out, that has a pretty immediate slap in the face. It's going to suck, but you can learn from it if you're smart and you can move forward. But if you succeed, you're in this whole new realm of now what do I do? And it doesn't go away. So you either... You know, self sabotage so as to keep yourself small so you don't have to risk messing up something really big. Um, or, you know, you just don't even start. Or you make justifications to yourself, which are excuses, and you know they are, why that thing just isn't for you. Or, you know, I tried that, but. You can't blame me for not trying, but that's just really not for me. And I think a lot of those are really just false because when we say we try something and we feel it's difficult and something that would be worth pursuing and challenging yourself, it's easy to... um, how do I say this? It's easy to get confused with the fact that you're new at this thing and mix that with this thing is not just specifically for me. Um, I've come to learn that hard work and just repetitive practice, that's the way that things end up working out. We often too, too many times will place the emphasis on the God-given talent or he was born that way or you know he has it in his DNA or all those things. And really what that does is it takes away the hard work that that person has put in to the thing that they become massively successful towards. And don't get me wrong, there are some people that have natural inclinations toward things and they start off way ahead of most people. But I also believe that if you put in the hours, and not the hours that most people would say are the hours. I'm talking about the obsessive, way-over-the-top hours because that's how anything gets accomplished is you have to just put in the time until it works. Um, Most of us are not willing to do that. We feel like we'd be giving up too much to be able to, to do that, but really we'd be giving up things in the short term that would have massive payoffs in the long term. But because our brains are so almost seem hardwired nowadays to focus on what's right in front of you, it becomes very tricky to try to look at something and see the benefit that's five years down the road or, you know, five months down the road or even just five weeks down the road sometimes and stay motivated in the day-to-day action to, to push towards that. Um, but... So why do we hold ourselves back? Why do we hold ourselves back? <laughs> I really don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. One one thing I, I believe is... Procrastination is a form of self, self-sabotage. And there's a reason for it. Otherwise, we wouldn't do it. And the reason, the thing that we get out of that... Is we gain what feels like a sense of control in the moment. Putting off something and not doing it feels like I'm saying I have a choice right now. And I'm choosing not to do it. And look at me being, you know, the master of, of my destiny here. Well, it's real scary to do really big things in life. We all have this romantic idea of something that we like. That we tell ourselves, I I would love to be that person or be able to do that for a living. But we have to be careful to not confuse the, that is what my heart is pointing me towards. It's my compass is like directing me towards that thing. And so I need to listen to my heart and really go towards it. And confusing that with, I like the idea of that thing or that person, because those are two totally different things. And if you just like the idea of something, and you say, "I wish I could do that," or "I wish I was that person," um, that doesn't get you anywhere, right? I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't allow you to be honest with yourself about how much work it would take to, to be that person. And then very quickly, if you did try to start doing the work, and you struggled, like anybody would, starting something new, you look to the people that are the best at it, and you make the excuse of, like we were just saying, the God-given talent, or born that way, or they have different DNA than I do. I used to feel that way about musicians on stage. I literally used to believe, and I don't think this was ever like, said specifically to me in these words, but... I always thought that people that were able to be on stage that were, you know, professional musicians that were very popular on the radio and everybody knew those were specific human beings that had some kind of different DNA than I had something along the lines of that. I mean, I wouldn't have put it exactly to DNA, but something internally within the human that is different than me. And here's the funny thing. By doing that, what I'm really saying is... Oh, I'm sorry. By saying that, what I'm really doing is... I'm giving myself an out. Because if I said they were the same as me... I'd have to admit that the difference is only... They've put in the work and I have it. Right? And... Another reason why we will hold ourselves back is... We are afraid, and what we're afraid of is just the unknown. I mean, that's what fear is, isn't it? It's just something that you you can't comprehend. And if you're a control freak like me, and you want to like understand and comprehend everything that you go into, it becomes very nerve-wracking to try to jump into something and keep working at it. And feel very uncomfortable. We hold ourselves back. Because we hold ourselves to comfort. We hold ourselves in the zone. Where things are fluffy. Things taste good. Nobody really offends us. Hurts our feelings. And you know. You lay in the hammock on the beach. You got a drink in your hand. Just you know. I'm making you know exaggerated example. But to live comfortably. There's that whole pitch to people in life that, you know, you wanna be comfortable. You wanna have to work a little bit less. You don't wanna have to chop that up with a knife. That takes forever. Just put it in this machine and push a button. I mean, there's just more and more and more now nowadays there's things that sell us on the idea that we want to be comfortable. We don't wanna be, you know, unsure. Of what to do in a situation. We don't want to be. You know physically challenged. and We don't want to feel pain. Right. We want to. Seek pleasure. And avoid pain. But. One thing. One definite thing I've learned in life. Is that the pain that I've been through. Is exactly. In proportion to the growth that I've been able. To to have in my life. The growth that I've been able to. Work through and experience in my life. Better way to put it. But. Um, we hold ourselves back. Because there's a part of our brain. That's trying to be the protector. It's trying to protect us. So if you let yourself be weak. Your brain will protect you. So that you remain weak. But. But. If you acknowledge that this thing is uncomfortable that's in front of you and you, you admit that there's going to be pain and then you push through it anyway, there's a sort of strength that comes from within us, right? That we morph into a version of ourselves that we previously had no idea that we could become. And we also inspire other people that are witnessing it that, hey, by the way, you could do this thing too, Because I'm just pushing through the thing that's hard. I'm just putting in the work. I'm not special. I'm not better than you. I'm just doing the work. And I have aspirations for lots of things. You know, one, continuing this podcast and not any expectation of how it will grow or what it will grow into, but definitely to keep, you know, getting a little bit better about. You know, communicating my ideas a little bit better about not saying, um, um, throughout the whole video or whole episode, excuse me, like I happened to do last Sunday, which I promise I'll get better about that. Um, But also, you know, we have to admit. To how comfortable we are nowadays because when we try to hold ourselves back we're really trying to act like things are are like way worse than they are and we're trying to stay in a place of comfort because anybody out there that's ever gone through something that seems horrible upon first glance and then even as you navigate through it it seems unbearable we're all still here Right, We all made it to the other side of that storm. And for what? For us to grow stronger and grow our confidence in ourself so that we can go back at a new thing that's equally um, daunting and intimidating. But we can pull from the things that we've made it through that we also felt that way. And then we made it through and we got stronger because of it. So... It's a weird trick of the brain. That's what I'm going to go with. Um, nah, I just said, um... I was going to try to not say, um, at all this whole episode. I'm so sorry, anybody that listened to one last Sunday. Um, I felt like there was a lot of good content, but... God, I was driving myself crazy with how I kept saying, um, um... I was really tired. Not an excuse, but... Anyway... It's almost as if we have to trick our brains. And not l- let them convince us... Not- Not let them. Like it's some outside. But not allow our brains to restrict us from the possibilities in life. So if we hold ourselves back out of fear, then I guess the only way that we can push through is love. Because love for yourself and love through compassion and understanding as you navigate through these things that are hard and difficult that is going to be the the medicine that's going to heal the wounds and what I mean when I say the wounds the wounds are past experiences things that did not work out things that hurt And those make scars. And sometimes we have experiences from our past that that hurt us or we feel like proved to us, you know, that we're not worthy of, of the thing that we were trying. And that can be hard to let go of, right? I mean, fear comes in many forms and the word gets overused, I understand. But if you break it down to just as simple as decisions based out of fear or love, one or the other, if you're holding yourself back, you're self-sabotaging, you're telling yourself that it's going to be too hard, that you're not enough, there's no way you could do that thing, you're operating your decisions and your action comes from a level of fear, right? So if we can just shift, just a slight shift to the right shift away from fear and shift to love and love in the sense what I mean by love is in this sense is respect ourselves love and respect go hand in hand in this context where we have to love ourselves to allow ourselves to say yes this is going to be outside of what we know And this is going to be uncomfortable. We're not going to probably like it in the short term. But we're going to allow the space for this to happen. And understand that we're going to grow from it. And that, you know, the idea of perfection or the the perfect ideal that, you know, we can strive towards That can be part of the self-sabotaging because... Perfection is not real. So if you set your standards so high, which is good to raise your standards, right? But you set them so high that they're completely unobtainable. You will forever be living in a perpetual disappointment of yourself. You'll be frustrated. You become bitter, resentful. And I'm saying these things not because I heard somebody say this earlier today. This is coming from me. I'm trying to be really honest and say... I have gotten to the point where I operate too much out of fear and at, at 34 I have a lot of dreams and aspirations I haven't been able to actualize yet and I know that there's going to be obstacles outside of me but I also know that my number one obstacle is always going to be myself. So the more that we can make friends with that version of ourselves and love that version of ourselves that tries to stop us and get in the way and say hey hey man i see you okay i know what you're doing i appreciate it but we're good you know we've been through stuff like this before and i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna do this anyway but thank you though so anyway without rambling um uh, i felt like i kind of had you know a little bit to say on the topic so i just wanted to kind of get that out there but um they want to be a rambler I can tend to ramble if, if you let me so anyway thank you for um, anybody listening I'm honored by uh, every time someone clicks on and listens to one of these really means a lot to me and it keeps me going to try to push myself to make better content um, to put out there so thank you guys for checking out uh, this episode of why we hold ourselves back and we'll catch you on the next episode of I think. Therefore, I speak. Later.